Welcome to Let's Make Waves podcast. I'm Rana Al-Basri Ma'awad, and I believe that we're all here to make waves. I created this podcast to help you unlock your potential by sharing with you tools, resources, and strategies to help you build and grow your business. So if you're looking to build your brand, gain that confidence and knowledge, content and marketing strategies, find your professional voice, attract those raving customers, and create the professional authority for better business opportunities, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of my podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. How was your week so far? I have spent mine on Clubhouse, I have to admit, and I love it. You know, it kind of reminds me of those, you know, 80s and 90s radio shows where people used to call and kind of talk about topics. I just love the proximity, you know, that we all have with each other as creators and as entrepreneurs on that platform. I think it's a new you know, social media phenomena, because it really brings more of the social element into it. So far, I think it's a very, very interesting platform. And of course, as long as, you know, we do not go for the vanity metrics and we carefully create the rooms and the clubs that we want to be part of and we want to be associated with. And since I'm talking about a social media platform, I'd like to continue on this topic because today's episode, I want to get you unstuck, you know, and share with you 20 social media ideas that can, you know, that can help you create um, new content and use it in a right, you know, right way that will help you connect and engage with your audience and with your followers. But in today's list, I created it specially and specifically for entrepreneurs in mind. For business owners, I wanted to create a list where ideas, the ideas in it can also be used outside of, you know, Facebook and Instagram. These ideas can work on almost all platforms, you know, like LinkedIn or even outside social media like paid memberships. Some of them will work even on Clubhouse since we just brought that up. And, you know, if you... If you take some of them and it could work beautifully with your email marketing uh, efforts within or within like Facebook groups that you've uh, private Facebook groups that you've created. So that was a tongue tire. (laughs) Anyway, so I don't know. I just thought that I really wanted to be more intentional and think more um, in the shoes and the minds of business owners, especially if they're taking care of their um, social media marketing on their own. All right. So you can use maybe a combination of it, email marketing with another, with a social media platform. So it can work in different ways. And although the title of this podcast episode mentions social media, as I said, it's a great ideas that you can reshape on anything else. So just think the, of the desired result. More leads, more connection with your prospects, engagement, relationship building, and hopefully, you know, enticing them to try your service or buy into your service. So before I start with the list, I want to just emphasize, let's say, an important point. 
we have to look at social media platforms for, from a marketing point of view. Now, I know that some of you might know this already, but it is, it is a good reminder for all of us because these are platforms that can help us find our target customers or connect with them, win them over. It's a place where we can build trust. It is essential to always remember that we as entrepreneurs, we cannot depend completely on social media to build our business or, you know, build our business exclusively on them because the aim is to use these platforms because our audience is using them and we can connect with them there. But the ultimate purpose is to bring our clients over to our platforms, things that we own, like our blog, our podcast, uh, our video platform on our website, get them on our contact page, get them to book in an appointment or go to our, our online store, surf and shop or, you know, go on our page on Amazon to buy our book or whatever kind of online um, uh, platform that we have or download a lead magnet. You know, this is the ultimate purpose of using the social media. It's to help us complement a way to reach our customers and get them on board and not to use these platforms exclusively for our business. So whatever your business may be, social platforms are our megaphone. They expand our reach. They expand the reach of our message and they amplify our voice. So they connect us and help us to build that bridge between us and our prospects. And one more thing, you do not need to use all the 20 ideas that I'm about to list. So try to include them, um, include the ones that are relative to you um, in your content strategy. It will be counter counterproductive if you want and it will affect the quality of your message if you use a lot of them, you know? And it will also be very confusing for your audience. So just pick and choose what works for you and what you can actually create and what works for your business, all right? So um, you might know some of those points. You might be familiar with some of them. What I ask from you is to listen to some of the ideas that I will share with each point. And I believe that this will spark a new perspective for you on an approach that you might that might work for you and which maybe you can, you know, look at it from a different angle and it could be like suitable for your business. All right, so let's dive in with an open mind. Great. So point one is create a series. Now, a series could be uh, a series of emails, or it could be a series of very short videos or audio, you know, like two or three um, audio recordings, and it's put together as a series. Now, this, this series could be used on your website. So you bring people over to your website, and then they can watch, you know, tips that you're sharing in the form of a series, an audio series, or it could be part of your email marketing where people can opt in for that and then download or receive, you know, three emails three days in a row. Um, it could also be a series of written content, like a, an article that has three parts or five parts. It's up to you. And you can publish that other than on your website, you can publish it on Medium as a cont contributor or on LinkedIn. Or you can, you know, you can publish it under your name. So that's idea number one. 
Idea number two is to have a weekly roundup. And weekly roundups are really cool when you are in any kind of business because what you do is that you collect the best news or the best um, topics or things that sparked your uh, your interest or things that you found um, uh, creative or whatever it is and you can create a roundup and what that does is that people will start seeing that you know if they see you putting a roundup by the end of the week every Friday and you share that roundup on your social platforms they start expecting your roundup every single week and they start waiting for you to you know, to share with them your uh, your take on things that has been publicly shared or things that have been happening around them. Okay, so the third one is inside jokes uh, about your industry. And it doesn't have to be jokes and, you know, funny or anything that is sarcastic. But it could be, it could be that or it could be things that are, you know, uh, people from the industry would understand it. And this works beautifully if you are in the advertising industry, if you're in the creative industry, if you're in the art collection industry, if you're um, even in the publishing industry, uh, marketing, it's, it's, it's great because then what you're doing, you're kind of creating content that sparks, you know, kind of like interest from people who know you from the outside, but it's also something that will connect you with peers within your industry and connects you with people that could be, um, you know, great connections, you, you know, people that you can partner with or people that you can collaborate with, you know, people within your industry. The fourth is behind the scenes. And this is something that is super popular and very interesting for your audience because they always, you know, it's been it's been so successful to see how do certain brands or certain people what what how's their life what are what is their behind the scene and the behind the scene doesn't have to be something personal like you know how did i spend my weekend it could also be behind the scene of um, an activity you're doing or a project that that you've recently talked about and now you share the behind the scene or it could be um if you've done something creative, like create a short video or create that, it could be bloopers. It could be the kind of equipment that you've used to shoot that video. The, it, it's endless, endless ideas that could come from behind the scenes. It could be if you're a writer, where is your writing space? Uh, what kind of um, uh, typewriters that you use? What kind of material? How's your creative process? So behind the scenes brings the prospects closer to you and they start relating to, you know, finding points to relate to you and to relate to your journey. Number five is a day in a life. And a day in a life is perfect for uh, individuals or um, entrepreneurs who have um, a certain process or a certain, uh, you know, very specific activities that they do during the day. So this could touch both on something inspirational and on the technicality of your work. So let's say you um, you share something like this is a day in my in in my in a life where I will be traveling to another city to participate in a conference. What do I do? How do I prepare for it? What happens to me? Things at the airport, working on an airplane. You know, it's like taking your audience on a journey with you of that day 
And this kind of content, you can create it as not only as a video, it could be created as a series of articles. It could be um, um, a series of pictures like a gallery. It could be in different formats. It could be even audio. You know, if you have a podcast, you can do it over um, uh, two, three parts talking about what happened to you that day and how did you go about your business. The six is create your own weekly hashtag. Now, I'm sure that you've seen um, certain hashtags that became popular with, for certain days, you know, like, um, I don't know, uh, throwback Thursday and things like that. Now, these are the common hashtags. What you can do is create something that you publish on weekly basis. So it could be football Friday, if you are, you know, into sports marketing, or let's say it could be uh, something about um, Tuesday's tips or, um, uh, you know, for example, chat with Rana. It's every Thursday. So this is just to give you an idea. It's a hashtag. It, uh, it starts small, but the whole point of it is that as you gain momentum and as, as the consistency happens every week, that hashtag becomes... Um, you know, identifiable and people will start using it and kind of, um, you know, when they're searching for you, they can find it. It becomes popular. The seventh is creating a challenge. Now, I've spoken about a challenge before and a lot of um, um, a lot of entrepreneurs might think, and oh, well, a challenge ha is much easier if you are a service provider or if um, if it's something that um, that is perfect within your, you know, within your business niche, like if you're a coach or you're a trainer or something like that. But actually, a challenge can be, you know, it can be shaped in such a way that could be could be an option for your business. So um, let's say a challenge that comes to a chef would be to create, for example, five new dishes with the same ingredients for five days. So same ingredients, but five different dishes, you know. It could also be, for example, for uh, you know, a creative consultancy. It could be, you know, teaching you how to do a certain graphic design, you know, in three days. That's a challenge. Who can do it by the end of the three days or the five days? Or try not to make the challenge really big. I remember that when challenges first started a few years ago, it was like, you know, 20 days and 30 days, you know, change your, uh, you know, lose, I don't know how much in 30 days. But now with things going really fast and most audience, they like to see like kind of not immediate, but fast or clear um, changes in their life. So they like to opt in for challenges that are a bit short. So think about, you know, five day, maximum seven day, maybe 10 days, I think would be, a, you know, a good, a good, uh, the longest thing that you could think of. Okay, so number eight is fill in the caption. And filling the caption is a really cool way to start, you know, engaging with your audience. So you could put a video or put, a, um, you know, a, an image where something funny, something controversial, something um, from behind the scenes, something that is related to your business 
and then you tell the you tell you ask your audience to caption it for you. So this is the post, you know, you you they they have to come up with the perfect caption that would suit the image or the video that you've shared. And this is a really good way of having, you know, in, engaging more and more and connecting with your audience. Number nine would be live video. Now, live video doesn't have to be only live in the terms of, uh, you know, coming up and maybe having um, just interviews or anything like that, or a live, a live session um, that you have in, during an event. It could also be like a live tour of the offices or the factory or the, you know, the, the space that you're working in. It could be a live uh, tutorial or a webinar. So if you're in the business space, a webinar would be great to do live. Um, and what's nice about live video in particular is that if it's teachable, they you can do them live few times on your social platform but then after that what you can do for your list building is later on say okay guys remember our live well this time it's going to be xyz if you want just like you know send us your email so we can send you the zoom link or we can send you the uh, you know to get on the webinar page and all of that so you'll also be list building the 10th one is hosting q and a's now hosting q and a's doesn't have to be only in the traditional sense. So you ask people to send in the questions and then you you go on live and you answer these questions. So you go through the list and you answer them. It could be Q&As in the sense that you go on live or you can even pre-record it if that's an option. But now with, with COVID, it's a little bit difficult for us to create groups and, and meet somewhere. So virtually live would be much easier. So um, you can go on live, but invite your audience to ask a question, but ask it live as well. As in, you get them on board, they press a request so that they can uh, share the screen with you, and then you can, you're can you actually chatting. Now, a lot of people might feel uncomfortable to go and um, and live, you know, if they're if they're just the audience. So what you can do is you can create Q&As on your social media, and then after a while, you can um, have a special Zoom uh, group that you invite your audience to it. And then it becomes like, uh, you know, you can create breakout rooms and then go into those rooms and answer questions. Or on the homepage of Zoom, you can, you know, people can, uh, you know, put their hand up, have the mic, and then it becomes really easy to, to connect with them and see them face to face. And you're creating a community kind of um, kind of feeling. And you can limit the number of people who can be in those Zooms or in those live Q&As. So it doesn't have to be really big, but if it's frequent, if it's consistent, let's say once a week, every single week, you'll have a chance to see more and more people come up and, be, and participate and start talking about it and looking forward to it because they get to have a chance to, you know, to ask you to be with you, to uh, connect with you in person. And that's that's a big deal. So after the uh, Q&As, the next one is profile your team. And that's amazing for even the small business businesses out there, because even if you have one team member or two team members, it doesn't have to be in organizations where there is like 10 plus employees. Even if you have one or two, it gives a really beautiful 
um, idea of how a small business is operating. How can um, a person is uh, within that organization working, um, you know, taking over a couple of challenges or a couple of responsibilities? How if you have team members who are, uh, and you know, they work remotely or in another uh, city, or even in another country, that's a great way of showcasing that people can outsource, people can can now work virtually together. So it could bring another dimension into your brand and into your business, um, uh, you know, the, the, what kind of business that you have and how do you run it, and it fills up the curiosity part. Now, this also, all of these, some of them would work for LinkedIn. So even if you if you have a small business, if you have a um, a company page, then these are really nice videos or uh, articles or images that you can use on your LinkedIn platform, and that kind of establishes your 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 business and it establishes that it's um, you know it is the size that it is it's growing it it gets it validates its seriousness within the industry okay so the next is which is number 12 i believe um is host a room on Clubhouse or host a Zoom chat, which we've talked about during the live Q&As. But this one in particular, it's hosting it instead of a live video um, um, on social media by doing special Zoom chats or on Clubhouse. You can also host it to discuss a topic and then go in depth with it. So it's like a tutorial or it's like a webinar, but it's more, um, uh, it's, it's more uh, conversational. So people can actually take part in that discussion, can stop you uh, on point one, point two or three and discuss it more and ask more questions and, um, and can even participate in adding value to, to the points that you're trying to share or teach or you know, or give as as tips. So um, this is this particular thing of having these kind of rooms or hosting these very intimate uh, Zoom uh, groups. These are the great community builders, and they they are um, um, ways or opportunities for you to build that know, like, and trust factor. And it also builds, um, um, how can I say, people, you know, it builds loyalty. Because when people see the real person behind things, when they interact with that person, and of course, if they've tried the service or they've tried the product that you're selling, that even builds more loyalty. And the word of mouth is, you know, will, will get magnified then. Um, number 13 would be ask the audience ideas. So what you're creating is that um, you, let's say, these are two, they, there's two ways to work around that. Let's say you're building a new product or you're building a new online product. And while you're doing that, you could, every single phase of that uh, construction of that product, you can ask the audience. So guys, I know you needed this and I'm building it, but now I'm at a crossroad. I can choose this or this. What would you like? And that could be amazing for engagement, but also you give the chance to your followers, to your audience to kind of feel some for, some kind of ownership. Like they, they feel like 
they were with you every step of the way, the way while you're building that product. So let's say you're you're building um, a digital course so you can create something like a founder member um, you know founding member uh, scheme where you know it's like a beta version where you you get a small group of people you try it on them see if the course is really good and then that's when you launch it that's the same thing that you can do with a product that you're doing you can have uh, you know just you know a beta version of the product and then and then from there it goes into mass production. Um, this is this is uh, this is one of the most effective engaging uh, activations that you can do. It's really really powerful. The num we I, we've reached number fourteen. Yes. So number fourteen. I'm looking at my notes and uh, yes, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, number fourteen. So fourteen is sharing a controversy. So. Now, this doesn't have to be, and I, I really hope that you don't share certain controversies. I think there are certain topics that should not, should not be shared, like, you know, like politics or religion and things like that. But a controversy could be something that is important to your community that happened or um, something that is in the industry uh, that, took, that took place. It could be a, um, you know... Um, a big influential um, uh, CEO resigned, and then that became a big topic. It's uh, it's something that is going to affect, you know, the global markets. That could be like a controversial topic you can you can think about. It could be something that is happening, you know, to the economy or um, to the. Um, to the environment, to the, you know, there's so many things that you can pick a certain uh, aspect of it and then put it out there and, and you know, put it on the table and open a discussion or open, uh, open it for people to give opinions. Um, this could go in different ways. So when you decide to share a controversy, you have to be, I think, number one, very, very sure about your opinion and uh, what do you think of that controversy so that you can back up your opinion. Number two, it is not a controversy where it could offend people in the really wrong way. So, uh, you know, that's why very, very, very intimate detail, you know, things like topics like religion, for example, uh, I don't know if it's a very good idea. Um, but the good thing, not not the good thing, but advantage of doing or sharing a controversy, it is also brand building. So it kind of gives the ethics of your, of your, uh, you know, of your company, of your style of business. You know, it makes it very clear where you stand. It makes it really clear what you support. Like, for example, I'm, um, you know, I'm a big supporter to women rights. So and I believe that it is a very important topic and especially for women entrepreneurs um, and being part of that, you know, family. I think that it is our duty as you know, working women to support other women and get them more into the working space, into the entrepreneurial space, into building their own economies, creating their own businesses. And that's very clear because even in my social platforms, 
I share things. I share success stories that, you know, um, women out there have broken some kind of glass ceiling and, you know, and things like that. So it's very clear that this is something that I believe in. It's something that is very important to me. And if it's controversial, I don't mind backing it up and backing my belief and my opinion. And it also builds my brand in the, t- in the sense that uh, I'm a female entrepreneur and I fully support other female entrepreneurs. Okay, so number 15, hosting a competition. And a competition can be uh, valuable and a competition can be um, uh, very salesy, if I can use that word. So it is up to you. It is up to your style of doing, you know, doing business. And it's up to the way your brand is of what type of competition you want to um, you want to host. And it doesn't have the end result, the winning uh, thing doesn't have to be a product or a service only. It could be a, it could be a contract, like a service contract. So you could do a competition, like a creative competition, and then the winner will have a three-month contract for a project. Or it could be a competition within university and the winner will have a six-month uh, training within the organization or you know there's so many ideas around competitions that are not only consumer based uh, but it's a good way to do brand building and it's a good way to do um, also for small businesses to do b2b kind of marketing okay so after the competition, we reach polls. And polls is also another engagement tools. And it works great on uh, platforms that cater to polls. So Instagram has it. So this is something that you can do on Instagram and Facebook. But you can also do your own poll by, sen- by email marketing, by sending it out within your newsletter. By, um, for example, if it's if it's on your uh, or in, in one of the rooms that you have in Clubhouse, if it's on a podcast, it could be at the end of the podcast where people can email their uh, opinion or their decision. And then, you know, the, um, the results can be shared in the next episode. It could be done in many creative ways. So if you use it, it's a great engagement, um, engagement way. Number 17, ask audience's opinion. And asking the audience opinion is a little bit different from asking audience ideas. So an audience opinion could be um, could be something for a situation, and it's also part of getting you know the ball rolling on the engagement. So this is could be something like if you were in this situation that I'm in, what would you do? Or um, if you had a choice between this and this product that could help and um, you know, giving me better audio for my podcast. What would you choose? And it's different from a poll because a poll you kind of do it to also get information about your audience and you can get some kind of insight. Um, the audience opinion is more of you know, um, taking them, you know, on your journey of doing something or taking them on your journey of uh, understanding your way of thinking. If you tell them, I'm in this situation, what would you do? Well, this is what I did and this is the explanation, you know? Okay, so number 18 is share a quote. And the 
this is very common when it's, you know, on Instagram and Facebook. It's really common that people use inspirational quotes and words that are, uh, that were shared by, you know, very famous people or personalities in history and all of that good stuff. But this one about sharing the quote, this is more of sharing quotes that is within your business. So if you've done a Um, you know, you worked on a really juicy, beefy article, or you've done a very condensed, informative podcast or video, you can take bits and pieces from that content and put it in the form of a quote and put it on other platforms, other social media platforms, or it could be part of an introduction in an email in a newsletter, or it could be um, something that you share and you use it as part of your slogan or your communication. So there's so many ways to use quotes without being a cliche and what is really out there. You can recreate quotes within, or sorry, not within, from your business. Okay, number 19, we're getting there. Sorry. So number 19 is the tip of the week. And This is great in giving people bite-sized information. So um, tip of the week could be one thing or it could be like the top three. You know, the tip of the week. If you want to fix this, these are the top three solutions. Or you want to write, you know, this kind of uh, uh, content. These are my top three tips, you know, coming from a writer. But it also could be tip of the day one thing, you know, like it could be something to do and it doesn't have to be only work related. It could be um, it could be something that is supporting, supporting to them and to their mental well-being. You know, it could be inspirational. It could be anything. So the tip could be uh, drinking a certain number of glasses of water. Or the tip could be waking up at a certain time and um, writing, um, you know, journaling or doing a 15-minute exercise that you can share a link to that has helped you, even if you're not an athlete or, uh, you know, a health or a fitness coach. You know, it could come from a person who works, uh, you know, sitting on the desk most of the time and then has found, um, you know, something to place their laptop on and it has really positively uh, helped in their, you know, in in their uh, posture. It could be anything, but it's a great way to connect, to bring the human in the brand that you're building, the business brand that you're building. So tip of the week could be one particular tip or like a list of tips. So now we are going to the last one, and that's a user-generated content. And user-generated content could be something that is, um, I would suggest doing when you are um, a little bit further into your content strategy. So if you create a strategy in the beginning of the year and you are religiously you know, consistent and you meet the deadlines and you're doing it and you see that your engagement is going up and you're not missing any week of, you know, sharing or posting or publishing, um, you know, your own content, your 
original content on a weekly basis, then I would say like four to six months later, this is when you start um, using uh, content that is user generated because you will have enough clout to ask for that kind of content or receive that kind of content. So this I put that as the last thing because that would depend on your how active you are in your marketing and your in your communication strategy when it comes to being active on the different social platforms that you use whether it is social as an you know um like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat you know, whether it's that or for business social such as LinkedIn, it could be certain clubs in Clubhouse or rooms in Clubhouse that you do. Um, and, you know, your email marketing is being, you know, consistent and weekly. So you're good to you to start using any kind of user generated content. Ooh, so there you have it. 20 content ideas to get you unstuck as an entrepreneur, perfect for you as small business owners. Now, I'm so happy that I went through that list. It was a long list. But as I've mentioned earlier, you do not need to use all of the 20. Actually, it is not a good idea if you use all of the 20. So try to focus on five, for example, you know, do them, perfect them, build that engagement, and then you can add one or two more to your strategy. The important part is that you are using creative new ideas to engage with your audience. Showcase your brilliance, share your voice, build that influence, and ultimately bring them over to your platforms to create that interest to work with you or to buy from you. Also, these ways are budget friendly. If you have a small marketing budget, please consider, you know, a few of them because some of the ideas can be thought of in advance. So your your planning and your creation and your scheduling, you can do it, um, you know, like a month in advance. And batching is a suitable way to handle that, you know, most of the time. Now, I know that content ideation, planning and execution can be overwhelming. It might feel like you're never ready with ideas or it's like time consuming, especially when it comes to staying consistent on social media and being present there. And that is why by starting out with these, you know, five out of the 20, creating the material and badges and then scheduling them, you take off loads of your shoulder when it comes to social media content for weeks, because you can do that a month in advance or even three months in advance. It gives you time to implement other content marketing strategies that you might have planned for your business other than those. So I also have, by the way, a free quick start guide to building your personal brand in social media, which is a great prerequisite if you want um, if I can call it that, to these 20 ideas. The link will be below in my show notes. It's totally free. Just download it, take a look at it, and it will help you a bunch. Okay, I hope that this episode was inspiring and that the free downloadable will help you to kickstart and get organized and most importantly, intentional in your content creation, especially on social media. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. 
as always, I would love to hear from you and what you think. So let's start the discussion in the comment section in my show notes, ranamawa.com forward slash 16. Or better enough, you can leave me a review and maybe a five star if I deserve it. <laughs> let's connect also on Instagram. I'm very active there at rana.mawad. Thank you once again for tuning in. Can't wait to touch base with you again next week. So till then, have a great week and take care.